I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, uh, I'm Nick Kappa. Welcome to the first episode of On the Road Again. Now, this one we went to, uh, in the first episode, we went to Glen Rowan on the way to Canberra. Man, what a great what a great place. Harley Davidson's, T-shirts, Ned Kelly. The big uh, Ned Kelly. The big Ned Kelly. You didn't introduce me as well. I said you want to introduce this episode, you introduced yourself. Oh, I thought you wanted me to do the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's just the way things are going. Uh, <laughs> anyway, I hope you uh, enjoy the first episode uh, with with me, Nick Kappa, and and me, Nick Kappa, and uh, no, 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 and Matt Stewart, uh, because this, as we've said before, was a journey that changed our lives. Wasn't oh, it? Honestly, um, comedy, us, the world. Will never be the same again. So beautiful. And uh, Glen Rowan, I could have stayed a night there. Oh, yeah, I love Glen Rowan. Oh. We had a great, I don't know, we probably mentioned this in the episode. Mm. Uh, we had a great uh, bakery stop off there as well. Had a great chat. And uh, what a, that's a good bit of sizzle. We might talk about the lunch we had that day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as well as a, a, a man from Tasmania we ran into. So, oh, yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, enjoy. He's on the road again. Alright, uh, welcome. We don't know what we're going to call the podcast yet, but uh, I'm Nick Kappa. Hi, I'm Matt Stewart. <laughs> and <laughs> we don't know, <laughs> we're trying to figure out a name for this podcast. Uh, we have no idea. We have no idea. Maybe we'll put it to you guys. Uh, but then we've got to say welcome back all the time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come up with something. Come up with something. Uh, basically, we are currently on the road. We left Melbourne. How long have we been on the road for, Matt? On the road? What about that as a title? On the road? I that just, just came up organically there. I just thought there might be another podcast called On the Road. I think Jack Kerouac died before podcast came about. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, well, I think oh, I just saw a car and I just thought maybe they thought that I was a I had my phone and I was shoving it in Matt's face or something and I was like oh no if that's a policeman this whole trip will be ruined because we are doing this for not much money don't worry cops it's not a phone it's a podcast oh well, go go on your way you got bigger problems <laughs> yeah yeah uh, these dorks are fine um, yeah so what's the pl- what we're doing is we're going to Canberra so we're doing a gig tonight at the Civic Hotel. And then tomorrow we go to Goulburn. Do a gig there at the Goulburn Club. Not far from the big marino. Not far from... No, there's a big marino. We, we just went through Glen Rowan, uh, the big Ned Kelly. Uh, talked to a few people there. But anyway, then we go from uh, Goulburn to Wagga, where we do the great... The great Riverina Comedy Club. I love that gig. 
I am psyched for that. Did it last year, it was great. Yeah, so good. Dane Simpson's show. Shit of a bloke. <laughs> Shit of a bloke. Do not like him, but we will go do the show for the money. For the money. Yeah. And then uh, on uh, on Saturday we do Orange with uh, Nick, our friend who is running a cafe. Uh, called the, the best cafe in Orange. Yes, the Factory Espresso. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna do those gigs. So we thought we'd kind of make a podcast of us on the road. It's the best coffee north of Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, it's the best coffee kind of in that around that region. Is is Orange the Riverina? Well, I now you're we all the New South Welshman. I I'm not sure. Yeah, oh, man. I'm big V all the way. Big V. This is state versus state, mate versus mate. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna have a one-on-one uh, rugby league match, which will be terrible. I don't know how you. I know we're gonna play some sort of a hybrid rugby league AFL Aussie Rules game. Yeah. <laughs> um, Matt Stewart and I, uh, Nick Haber, we're going to hopefully review some food places. Actually, man, I just thought of an idea. Maybe we should put it out on Twitter or something that we're making a podcast. Yeah. And we want some recommendations. Yeah, good idea. So we'll, we'll ask you guys the recommendations, and uh, we'll have. I'm trying to look for some nice food places. I'm on a bit of a health kick lately, man, because uh, I got to film something for TV. I got to look good, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, it's not. No TVs have bought it yet. No TV stations are bought it, but that's me being optimistic. So I'm trying to look good. I'm trying to look healthy for the television. Such a funny thing. Looking like a slob's worked for you for so long. Oh, man. Yeah. I, <laughs> oh. I mean, look, man, if it was up to me, I'd just look like a slob, right? Uh, but, I'm, I'm, but, yeah, even trying to be healthy, I still look like a slob, so i got to be extra. And uh, it's going to be so hard, man. So many free beers. You and I, we love a free beer. Yeah. We... The tastiest of all the beers. And before it was just like, oh yeah, I can knock back a, cu- a free Cullen Drive, who cares? But now craft beer is in every pub, man. Every fucking pub. Craft beer staring at us. Knock back means two different things, quite opposite as well. Oh. I could knock back a free Cullen Drive means drinking. Oh yeah. A double meaning struck me again. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. You confused me. <laughs> Sorry if any. <laughs> Sorry if any uh, English as a second language speakers listening to this and they're like knock back but he's gonna knock back one <laughs> what's he doing with a double knock back they've paused at the moment they've asked a friend what did he mean by this <laughs> and also people saying um people thinking well Carlton Draft is pretty good why would you knock one back and then there's the pro Carlton Draft people going yeah I agree with Nick I would knock <laughs> one back <laughs> yeah you nailed it actually it pleased everyone I've, I've fucking confused everybody but it's uh it's, it's great. Uh, I don't know why I'm swearing so much. I'm, I've, I think I've been listening to a bit of Mark Maron too much, you know. He's just like, pow, I just yeah. had my coffee. Lock the gates. Lock the gates. <laughs> uh, so that, what are you looking forward to, Matt? Food? Food? Yeah, food. I love, uh, just, I, lo- I, I love doing country shows. I love country towns. Yeah. I, um, I lo- country Australia is my favourite. I just love, I love cruising around. Uh, not that we're going to tiny towns, I mean, they're all pretty big, but yeah. 
Um, I look forward really to stopping out the outback <laughs> camera. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, or, or, even Orange is pretty big, but I, I mean, we'll stop at some small towns on the way around as well. We're in, we're in a small car. I don't even know how we'll make it out to Wagga on those roads, those outback roads. Well, that's the why I brought a, a roll of electrical tape. <laughs> so if any we have any troubles, I'll be able to patch them up. We should get a water water bottle and jerry can, one of those big water. We've already changed the fuse over. Yeah. We could we could fix any problem, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, we did change. I had to call my dad uh, just because I was afraid. Don't tell I'd, him that. I'd rip my fuse box out. Um, <laughs> yeah, actually, I just called him to say hi <laughs> and tell him he's a dickhead because that's what men do. And and I just fixed a car, you idiot. Just after, or just before we fixed that, we also helped helped someone out with their changing their oil over. Yeah, which means I, I poured the oil into the <laughs> into the thing. And, and it was it was because she could. She only had one spare hand because she was holding a newborn baby. Yeah. yeah, that woman was badass. She yeah. had three kids. Honda Odyssey, twins, changing the oil. Just been sold a lemon, she was furious. Yeah, she was. I, I feel sorry for her. She, they sold her a car, some big car lot, with an empty oil tank. What? That is just insanity. And oh, look, I would have stayed there and helped her, but comedy awaits. Hey, yeah. we can't keep the crowds waiting. One lady with a family that could possibly... <laughs> She was good to go. Yeah, she'll be fine. Put a leader in. She was ready to it go. It did worry me when she said it was stalling from no oil because that means that the that it's really worn the sleeve or something like that, and right. the and the whole engine's fucked. It's got right. no oil. The whole engine's fucked. Well, if the whole engine's fucked, you should have really stayed there and helped out in some way. Yeah, she but was, she was at a petrol station, RACV, ready to go. I don't think you were helping out too much, mate. Yeah. No offense. Yeah, I know. You could have stood and looked on. Yeah. Yeah, would it? she would have been comfortable. Maybe I could have held the twins while she cried. Leave it. They were all right in the car. <laughs> now, also, we're heading to Canberra, and the guy who organises Canberra gig for us, we said to him yesterday, hey, mate, is there any accommodation? He said, yep, it's fine. Well, he responded kind of ambiguously. He said, nah, we've got it worked out. Meaning, yeah. nah. You don't have to find accommodation. Yeah, it's all Go sorted. Away. It's all sorted. Uh, and then he said, um, and we said, yeah, cool, where at? How, how many hours has it been, Matt? And he hasn't replied <laughs> back in a while. <laughs> so we're just, I've just plugged in Canberra into the sat-nav. <laughs> yes. Hopefully it's somewhere near Parliament House that we're staying. You know, he goes, you know, it's Canberra. There's the house, near the house thing, Lake Burley Griffith. You'll find it. You'll find it. For, for international listeners, do you want to explain what Canberra is? Canberra's the capital of Australia. It's also got Parliament House there. Uh, it's also got a lot of roundabouts. It doesn't have any traffic lights, just roundabouts. And it was fully manufactured, well, yeah. obviously, but it was it was built from plans brand new uh, less than 100 years ago, I think. Yes, it's a lot for any Brazilian well, maybe around listeners. around 100 years ago? For any Brazilian listeners, <laughs> it's the Brazilian yeah. of, uh, of, of Australia. So, That's yeah. right. It's like the Wellington of Australia for New Zealand listeners. Ah. It's the Washington DC. Yeah. So it's sort of, it's not, I think majority of international people would go, oh, capital of Australia, it must be the only city I've ever heard of, Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you would be incorrect. You so are. next trivia night you go to? Um, my friends had an argument the other day 
they were like, what's the capital of New Zealand? You know what I mean? And someone said, it's definitely Auckland. And I was like, you idiot. You've really screwed up here. It's always the boring one that nobody wants to go to. Or the or the one, not the boring one, or it's just the one you would go, oh, really? Yeah. It's always that one. Yeah, nearly always. So you go, oh, America must be New York. No, it's Washington, D.C. And I've sucked in, idiot. But yeah, I, Wellington, I actually reckon a Kraken city in New Zealand. Yeah? Yeah. I've never been. The Windy City. Isn't that some other... Chicago, I think, is like, yeah. <laughs> but Wellington... Turns out there's a lot of windy cities out there. There's a lot of wind. A lot of... World's a big place. There is so much wind. It, you could almost say every city is the windy city. Yeah. That's something I've noticed traveling around. Every everyone, all locals think their city is the Four Seasons in One Day city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, every city's just got changeable weather. Yeah. No, nah, that's our thing. Yeah. <laughs> Most cities have temperature. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're gonna keep you guys f- fulfilled with the uh, with the on the road kind of style. Uh, we're gonna tell you some stories. We just went through Glen Rowan. Uh, once again, that's a place where the Australian hero Ned, Ker- Ned Kelly was shot. <laughs> I was about to say Ned Kerry. You are. That is un-Australian, mate. So what? Tell us. Well, not that it's a great story necessarily, but we, we stood out. Out. Uh, we were about to take a selfie in front of it, and then a Tasmanian couple approached us, and uh, one of them said, "You're not a Kelly, are you?" And uh, and I said, mate, I wish. Yeah. And then I asked him, and he said, oh, I wish as well. <laughs> I wish as it well. It was a beautiful moment. We really connected. <laughs> I wish as well. I wish I was related to him. Yeah. God damn it! How great! How much better would my life be if I had his blood running through my veins? Dinner parties. Imagine it. There would be a silence at the dinner party. Then someone would say, Oh, you know Al here. He's related to Ned Kelly. Yeah. All of a sudden, the, the dinner party would would fly into a celebration. Yeah, the neighbours are coming around. <laughs> yeah. There would be autographs. There would be your life would be so much better. You wouldn't be some loser travelling around with your wife three months a year. <laughs> he, uh, talk about living the dream. So this couple, they're they're obviously retired or semi-retired and. Traveling, they every year they catch the boat, the Spirit of Tasmania up, put their car on it, on the ferry, yeah, and then drive around Australia for three months. That is the, that's a dream. That is the. I, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd probably, I'd, I'd uh, maybe mix it up and go overseas every now and then, but I still love that idea, just, just getting around and taking in every little bit. They. Could not have rated the Ned Kelly Museum any higher. Unfortunately, we had to hit the road again, but yeah, on the road, like the name of this podcast. And they, um, we still look for those. We, we're still undecided. All right, <laughs> I'm pretty close to locked in on on the road. Where where are we now? We're sort of we're about four hours away from Canberra, so we're yeah, pushing up towards hours, halfway really? between Melbourne and we're on the Hume, which is the vast majority of the drive is straight up the Hume Highway. It is the most boring drive nearly in history. Yeah, it's got to be like Victoria is sort of classically or famously flat. Yeah. It's just paddocks either side of the road. Yeah. Just not a lot of interest to look at, not many hills. Very dry. Yeah. Gum trees. We got a railway next to us at the moment, which is adding a little bit of interest. Yeah. 
Imagine yeah. if there was a train on there, you yeah. know? Oh man, that would, that would I would really lose my shit. I'd break into a sweat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been seeing the gap between each railway slat on the bottom to make sure that none of them are out, you know, are, are, they're all spaced evenly. Yeah. And it has kept me highly amused. We've, we've also, we've, we've actually had a real good chat coming in. We've, we've talked about how we both, we don't know how to feel about woke culture. Uh, we're, we're both woke, but then also kind of, we don't know what's woke and what's not woke. I'm, all I know is I constantly backflip on everything. Yeah, you were saying, so you're, you're having this thought because you, um, you're feeling conflicted about going to the zoo and then yeah. you went to the zoo and had a great time. I, I had a great time at the zoo. I find zoos tricky as well because I, I love animals. I want them to, you know, I, I want us to do everything we can to help them survive. And I think some zoos are great at that. Uh, and I think they can fulfill a really important role. But yeah. then you've got other zoos that you hear about are really cruel to the animals, and and you know wild animals aren't meant to be in cages, so it is that is a it's a real tricky one. Yeah, I mean, I went to uh, Taronga Zoo in Sydney. Did not feel good about it. Thought the enclosures were too small. Right. And then I, the zoo I rented recently was Steve Irwin's Australia Zoo. Steve and Irwin. I think of Steve Irwin as like the modern day Ned Kelly. Yeah. Yeah, apparently, all the money, that's why he built the zoo, is so he could keep buying land. So the government could uh, build it, couldn't mine it. Yeah, right. He, yeah, he was all about preservation and uh, loving the animals. He sort of, he copped a bit of flack in Australia for, but I think he was, I think he was just a genuine, like it was all real. I don't, everyone I've heard who, who knows him is like, it wasn't, none of it was an act. That's just who he was. All day long. How many people t- do you know <laughs> know Steve Irwin? <laughs> Look, I'm probably oh, talking about. I'm probably, <laughs> did I make that sound like I'm personally it? connected? I'm talking. I'm probably talking about people I've heard talk about him on TV or radio. Hey, cousin Bill. One thing we've never talked about: how you knew Steve Irwin. <laughs> hey, the neighbours. The neighbours. They've got Steve Irwin's blood running through their veins. All right. I'm now. I'm pretty convinced now that I've, I don't have any direct. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't have any direct you don't co- have any connections. Direct line, this team. I, I, I actually, I, it's true, but it's also kind of. I, I think it was really him, but also I. The, the year that he died, I was in Argentina, and um, I remember at Christmas, for some reason they just played, everything Steve Irwin, like that a Steve Irwin marathon. Yeah. Um, from when he started. Quite a, quite a quiet, unspoken kind of fella. Right. Yeah, he was very but shy, that, but he knew he wanted TV, to get into right? TV. But then he wanted to get into TV, right. and and it was great. It was cool, because he kind of... It was still himself. Yeah, but I, I have a funny feeling that some of that would have been... You see the big... Because, like, I do a bit of filming and stuff, and you sometimes with uh, corporate clients and stuff, the big personalities shrink way down on camera. Yeah, yeah. So I, I wonder if that maybe that had something to do with it as well. Oh, There's that classic yeah. video. Have you ever seen that video where he's on children's TV in the 90s? Yeah. And he's holding a snake and it bites him, I think, on the neck. <laughs> and he goes, oh, I've been bitten here. Um, I think we better cut. 
Just the, it could not be any karma. That's <laughs> <laughs> the best. Oh, it's really? one of the best videos I've ever seen. So funny, just the way he just treats it like it's nothing at all. So yeah, that made me feel better about the zoo that my because my mate who lives there, who's from around there, told me that they they buy the land. Yeah, I that think it's, it, it's all for conservation, but also couldn't help but think that. Maybe things are slips in sold Steve. Right. As but but then again, I don't think so. Ted Terry's still there, yeah. Terry's and his kids. She's still doing hard. Bob She's still and doing her hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his other kid called? Uh, Bob and Bindi. Bindi. Great names. They were playing the Bindi Irwin album. Uh, right. <laughs> at the what zoo. Year? It was 2006, right? I think I was. I'm pretty sure he died when I was in uh, France. So it was funny we were both away then. We were about the same age, so that makes sense. I remember I was on the top of a mountain in Chile. We're finding ourselves. I was in Nice. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, was, I remember someone told me. And I thought it was funny. I was like, yeah, whatever. And then I got back down to the family I was staying with. They were like, Steve Irwin died. Look, it's on the TV. And then it really hit me. I think it was the same month as uh, Peter Brock. Oh, I think it was around almost the exact same time, I think. It's, it, that's when the old... Remember that Christmas when heaps of celebs died at once? Like a couple of years yeah. ago, and then the old people are just like, "Oh, it always happens in threes. Okay. Always, you're like, no, nah, not all the time." That was that was Lemmy. Was that oh, Lemmy yeah. and Bowie and? Uh, that was also uh, what's her name from Star Wars? Oh, uh, yep. And then her mum also. Yeah, they died within yeah. a day of each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A real double whammy. Why am like, I blanking on her name? Princess Leia. Um, Carrie. Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Yeah, yeah. That, I think because I good for that fan. It was a. It, I've heard theories about why it, it sort of it might be a, uh, some sort of a fallacy thing that all of a sudden all these celebrities just died because celebrity cultures become a lot bigger in recent times. And a lot of these people, Carrie Fisher was very young, but yeah. a lot of them were late sixties, seventies. Yeah. Not like dying well before their age, and it's just a thing that's going to start happening. Most years we're going to see a lot of. Yeah. Celebrities dying. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. rock and roll, pop music, they they all really exploded in the fifties, sixties. So yeah. Uh, same with Hollywood culture and stuff. But I guess I don't know. I'm saying now I'm just shooting my mouth off. I forget you can do that. All I'm saying is like normally, but when there's a recorder in front of you, you really got to check your facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could say that to you without the mic there and go. I'm confident of this, but now, like, uh, actually. Yeah, but then on the mic, you did say that you do know people who know Steve Irwin. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't, I don't know. what. Well, our main point is, zoos, uh, I guess it depends on the zoo. Yeah, I think Australia holds pretty high standards. I know America's very different. Another podcast that I do go on, this week's episode was about a zoo tragedy where 50 animals ended up being shot because of a, a privately owned zoo uh, they and they all got loose uh, it was like a real full-on in america certain states have no uh no laws about private citizens owning wild animals uh, right. and ohio at least at the time and it was only uh it was less than 10 it was eight years ago so um i know in america these roadside zoos can be horrific for animals but I think Australia you won't find anything like that because the because we you know you complain sometimes about the nanny state but sometimes it's like uh, 
People need to be protected from themselves in some ways. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I know, that's it. Whenever there's a shit law, I'm like, the shit law is not there because it's just some power-hungry... Well, sometimes they are. Yeah, I know. It's, but, a, it's but, a tricky thing because the same people making the shit laws make the good ones. You're like, hey, where do you draw the lines? It's very hard. I know, and everyone's sh- line's in a different spot. But whenever there's a real shit dumb law, you're like, oh, that's because someone's done that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's got like that one in... Uh, someone was working, I think, uh, on my podcast, The Phone Hacks, uh, Mike was working on a joke where it had in Perth, it said, please do not try to repair broken power lines. Yeah. And that's because someone's done that. <laughs> that. You wouldn't think a sign like that should be required. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is because, like, the reason you have laws is like, oh, you can't have a cheater. And that's bad for someone who wants a cheater. Like, if you find a sick cheater, God knows where, in Australia, and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to nurse this thing. The law's like, no, you can't do that. It's because someone's had a cheater, and they've just let it roam free. Yeah. In a dog park. <laughs> this is a real bad example. Off leash as yeah. well. <laughs> in yeah. an on leash dog park, they let it out off leash. And and then you've got you've got PC people. I mean, uh, sorry, uh, you've got you know old people going. Well, you can't even do anything anymore. You can't even have a cheater. Well, you were going to call old people PC people I or PC know. gone mad people? Yeah, PC gone mad people. It's wild these days. Back in my day, I used to have six crocs. Nothing bad ever happened. Sure, sure, a bloke up the road would get eaten every now and then, but that's his fault. That's his fault. There's something in that as well. <laughs> you know, yeah, it feels like that definitely makes sense until the crocodiles are eating your neighbours. <laughs> I was like, ah. Yeah, no, it's like you don't care about the dumb person. It's the people around. It's the mailman that goes in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what the laws are protecting. Yeah, you wish the common sense was all you required, but... Turns out common sense isn't so common after all. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so... um, I guess we'll check in later, I don't know. Yeah, Um, how are we going to release this day by day, or...? Yeah, I guess we just... I I I reckon we just record it whenever we want. I'm over... Look, your podcast and my podcast require a lot of work. Yeah. And I don't want to do that with this one. This is my holiday podcast. Right. Just, so we can yeah. just turn this on whenever we want. And no editing, I'm guessing. Um, no. Bob, maybe we'll send it to somebody because <laughs> Jesus Christ, ju- judging from so far. <laughs> I mean, that was only 24 minutes, but yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, but yeah, we'll check in whenever we stop in a town. Maybe we find something good. The bakery at Glen Rowan. Which one did you go to? When you went to Glen Rowan Bakehouse, yeah. what do you, what's your review? You had a salad sandwich? I had a salad sandwich there. It was very good. Yep. Okay. The bread was fresh, as you like, in a bakery, as it should be. But it's, funnily enough, not always the case. No. Who's using day-old bread in a bakery? I guess waste not, one not. But uh, the beetroot probably could have been a little fresher. But apart from that, I thought it was a, it was a very good sandwich. Some, some Seven people, out of ten. Some people go nuts with, uh, with bread and they put that... that yuck crust on it you know that hard crust yeah that kind of it almost gets sharp on your mouth right uh, but artisanal yeah 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 but that looked like they just that bread looked good nice and soft yeah i reckon in low form that would have been a, a perfect what do you call it, like a long cube <laughs> uh yeah, a long cube two square square at each end yeah 
then four rectangles. Whatever um, that is. Also, Glen Rowan, they had uh, a Ned Kelly merchandise shop. Oh, that was sick. If I had money to burn, I would have bought one of those Ned Kelly on a motorcycle t-shirts for sure. Yeah, it was Ned Kelly, then just a Harley Davidson <laughs> there. Because that's not... I don't think that's the shopkeeper's decision morally, but definitely there is a lot of people on Harleys yeah. buying Ned Kelly shirts. That's playing for, the, playing for your crowd. Yeah, that's really... That's got knowing your audience. That is a marketing decision. Yeah. Put a Harley... Oh, Ned Kelly shirts, they didn't used to sell that well. Just with Ned Kelly standing there with, let's say, uh, I was about to say his merry men in the background, but I've confused The that. Kelly gang. <laughs> with, with Robin Hood. He is um, Australia's Robin Hood. Yeah, he's merry men. The merry Kelly Oh, gang. it's Ned Kelly and his merry men. But I tell you, I reckon what would have happened is it would have been a family business. Yeah. The mum and pop would have always been, whenever... We're only doing Ned Kelly shirts accurate to the time, 1880s, 1870s, no new technology depicted. And then their kids would have come along and said, nah, we're going to mix it up. We're going to bring in a couple of hogs. And they're like, over my dead body. And there would have been a big battle over it. Eventually the kids would have taken over the business. The parents would have seen that the units were moving. Yeah, exactly. I... And then they would have said, son, I should have trusted you. Um, you should have... I don't like it but you can't stand in the way of progress. It'll be one of those epiphany moments, right? So it's like the, the drought or something, or the uh, the, the GFC's happened, right? Yeah. Not many people are traveling, not many people are buying Ned Kelly t-shirts. The uh, the boss, I mean, you know, the owner, you're right, his, son, his sons just sit behind the counter and they're like, the, the, the dad's at the end of his tether. He's like, well, you figure it out. We've changed the shelves around. He goes, you're nothing, you've been nothing but a disgrace to the family. This, ever since you've taken over, and then you start seeing people ride in on Harleys, men with tattoos with the Harley, and then he gets his epiphany. And he sits at the drawing desk, there's like a, what, like a montage, like a time lapse. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of screwed up papers. Yeah. And then, I reckon he's gone away from the family business for a few years to study study at like the University of Sydney or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then his dad, he's got boxes of t-shirts. His dad's angry at him. He's like, how are we going to eat tonight? How are we going to eat tonight? He's like, shit, sorry, dad, sorry. And then someone comes in and goes, hey, can I get four of those Ned Kelly shirts? (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, what? And then he gets a phone call, and he's like, hey, I heard you guys have Ned Kelly shirts with a Harley on them as well. I'd like to order a, a thousand units. <laughs> yeah. Need them by Monday. Hi, I'm a rich man from Kentucky. <laughs> I need 10,000 Ned Kelly with Harley Davidson shirts by Monday. And, he's, and then his dad goes, yippee! <laughs> yeah. Something like that, you know, the uh, what, the computer? The yeah. computer's broken down. They're ordering two many Ned Kelly and Harley Davidson shirts. People are rocking up. They're going, excuse me, we can't get enough parking. Like, his, his dad goes, what is it now? And he goes, Dad, there's not enough parking. Too many people here for Ned Kelly shirts. It's like, what do you mean? He just runs out. <laughs> his car's like, oh, oh, we want these Ned Kelly, Harley Davidson shirts. At first, the community yeah. hates it. They're yeah, like, yeah. you've ruined our small, quiet town. <laughs> But then eventually, 
<laughs> the bakery is also cashing in. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. making Ned Kelly t-shirt vanilla slices. <laughs> <laughs> they start making Harley Davidson <laughs> Ned Kelly vanilla slices. <laughs> These cheese and bacon bread didn't sell us till we put them in the shape of a Harley Davidson. <laughs> the town booms. It becomes... Yeah. All of a sudden, Melbourne shrinks. Yeah. <laughs> the population of Glenron explodes. And then he oversteps the mark. That's a new gold rush. He oversteps the mark and tries to put, uh, you know, like a, uh, you know, like a Suzuki GXR, GXSR speed bike, like not a Harley Davidson. Yeah. Destroy it, lowers the market like a, for. Yeah. It's an electric blue motorbike. <laughs> Dad, I tell you, I, I told you, dirt bikes wouldn't work. It's a different crowd. You flew too close to the sun, Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it also had shirts that said, um, don't ask Google, my wife knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also the same kind of crowd. <laughs> Harley Davidson, Ned Kelly, Pride. Yeah, that was... And then it kind of had the Eureka flag on a shirt as well. Eureka flag? <laughs> Just, you know, the pro-worker flag. Yeah. And then you got the... Yeah, the, the other one was... I, something like, I can only be nice to one... I can only care about one person a day. And I'm all out of caring today. And tomorrow doesn't look too bloody good either. <laughs> so really, it's gone from the Ned Kelly Museum, and they've gone over my dead body. We are just going to have Ned Kelly on our shirts. It's always been about Ned. It's never been about Harleys. To all of a sudden, the business model has expanded yeah. way out. <laughs> like, yeah, Google really would have infuriated the old man, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, what is it? The moral period, the moral pyramid, shrunk. <laughs> the ethics and moral values, shrunk. Business model pyra pyramid. I keep saying period <laughs> rather than pyramid. It's really strung out. Um, You're also, yeah, you yeah. Looking forward to seeing you talking on stage tonight. Yeah, I, I can't even put work. It's weird how it's my kind of job now, and, and I can't do it. Uh, but anyway, it looks like we got a message from Dave saying he knows where the accommodation is. That's good. So uh, Hopefully we'll, it's in Canberra. We'll leave you on that cliffhanger <laughs> yeah. when we get to Canberra. So this is probably the Glen Rowan episode. Yeah, great. Okay, so Glen Rowan... I'd give it about an 8 out of 10. Yeah, I loved it. Loved it. I've, I've stopped by there a bunch of times, and I'd, I'd be happy to stop by again. It's just a really nice town. And you know, I think some of those tourist towns, because they've got a direct connection with Ned Kelly, yeah. more than most places, and you do see other towns cashing in, maybe less deservedly so. But that, And they do it pretty big. There's at least three Ned Kelly statues in a small town. But I still feel like it's not overplayed. Not, it's not overplayed. And no. I, I do love in particular how the big Ned Kelly statue is wearing yellow chinos. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I thought that was a great observation made by you, Matt. <laughs> and uh, next time when we have more time, I'll we'll have to take the Tasmanian couple's advice and, and pay the 28 bucks to, to go into the museum. Yeah, they, they, they were preaching it. They were well into it. Uh, so there you go, Glen Rowan. Great town, visit it. Yeah, 8 out of 10 from me. All right. Catch you in the next episode of On the Road Again. <laughs> the most boring podcast title. Later. Later.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What an episode. How good was that? Ah, oh, God. That was the best podcasting experience of my life. Yeah, I think that's going to be like the Beethoven fifth symphony of podcasts and i'll be playing that still in hundreds of years i think uh that's the dream world of podcasts yeah like <laughs> that was the midnight well, oil the, song dream world yes that's <laughs> it yeah maybe the uh, wet and wild of, of podcasts all the rides were great okay you went dream world and then remembered the, yeah the bad the, thing that the happened. bad thing that happened, um yeah. but yeah um not movie world movie no. world's a bit overrated yeah in my opinion um, but yeah, what a what a what a delight listening to that episode. Listen to all the mistakes and all the ums and ahs and the the. We paid an editor as well, who was great, great, uh, great, great guy, guy. But great guy. just I think maybe thought too much of our um, ums and ahs. Yeah, we we might need to pay an editor that hates us, that can't stand out. <laughs> yeah, chop it down. I reckon we could have got that down to five ten minutes for sure. <laughs> But anyway, no, it was uh, so much fun, and um, thank you so much for listening. The next episode, which is going to be an absolute banger, mm. is about our nation's capital. Yes. Canberra, where Canberra. all the bloody clowns live up oh. in bloody Capitol Hill. Oh, God, I can't believe that place. <laughs> I can't believe we even went there. A comedy club there. Oh. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, I've been Nick Capper, and uh, you can get catch me. My socials are Capper Flapper. And uh, I've been Matt Stewart. I'm Matt Stewart Comedy on Facebook, Instagram, and Matt Stewart underscore art on Twitter. And those links uh, to all our social medias will be in the show notes. Please send us a message or a tweet. Um, yeah. If you want to. Yeah, send us a message uh, Yeah, or, or, or share it if you do like it. Because um, honestly, what an insight into comedy and yeah. how it all works. Because I think people probably maybe from the outside are like, what a glamorous world it must be. And now you've got proof it is. It is a glamorous world. I when I pulled up today to the house to record these these uh, endings and intros, Matt, I saw the beautiful Hyundai and how it still looks like the worst car on the planet. <laughs> yeah, I hope <laughs> and if the anything, memories came flooding back. It's just a little bit worse than it was six months ago on this tour. <laughs> uh, yeah, but the the tape on that headlight is holding up. Okay, yeah, I reckon the marketing tape's good. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Check out our other various podcasts and uh, thank, thanks for listening, guys. And stay on that road again. As we always say, stay Damn. on that road again. <laughs> <laughs>
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.